Hi and welcome. My name is Rob Scott from UC Today and in this session I'm joined by PGI and we're going to be talking about the role of video in the enterprise. So welcome Terry uh, and Stefan. How about we start with a round of introductions. Terry, would you like to start and tell us a little bit about yourself and PGI please? Sure Rob, no problem. I'm Terry Lyons and I work in Ireland with PGI. I head up the product team that looks after the GlobeMe collaboration solution. And at PGI, we're the world's largest provider of collaboration software and services. And it's an exciting time for us. Uh, you know, in just recently, we've appointed a new CEO. So um, looking forward to that. Great. And Stefan, uh, please. Yeah. Uh, hi there, Stefan Barnett. So I head up the webcasting team here for PGI across EMEA and APAC really responsible for making sure our customers get the most out of our online broadcasting technology, as well as providing consultancy in the online event space, having worked in it for 12 plus years, as well as also running my own studio in London for a couple of years. Great stuff. So we've got two perspectives here. We've got Terry on the collaboration side, Stefan on the webcasting side. So uh, it's going to be an interesting session. So Terry, first of all, you know, let's, let's talk about uh, things from your perspective. It's been an interesting year so far. Um, you know, we're not completely out of this, uh, this pandemic period, um, but you know, the rise of video, uh, lots happening in your space. Tell us uh, what's been happening. Sure. So for the last five months, we've certainly seen record demands for collaboration solutions and particularly for video. The increase around video, webcam, screen share um, has been massive. And, you know, people are looking to substitute the face-to-face -face meeting with an alternative. And initially, we saw the webcam usage, our meetings with webcams turned on, sort of triple. And that has trickled back a little bit. It's still double, but people are getting a little bit of video fatigue. Um, but it's still way up as people look for alternatives to the face-to-face -face meeting. Um, we're seeing... You know, security and privacy are, are key as well. They're one of the first questions we get asked by existing customers and also opportunities. So no surprise to see a lot of vendors focus in, in that space. And there's, there's not a huge difference right now between, you know, the, the social and the business element of work. So it'll be interesting to see how personalization or gamification of, you know, the video experience is adopted um, to, you know, facilitate that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's a very fascinating space to watch at the moment. So much going on. Um, from your perspective, Stefan, what are you seeing? I mean, I mean, video has always been a big growth area for us in running broadcasts. Anyway, we've seen a big transition over the last five years of more and more businesses and particularly leadership wanted to be transparent and visible to their team. I think last year, you know, we saw huge growth of on-site support events so sending camera crews and stuff on site to run these big scale broadcasts. And the interesting thing really is that um, we thought maybe going to the situation that whilst we'd see a growth of webcasting, we'd probably see a reduction in video, but actually we're seeing video take off more and more and more and more within businesses, so organizations, investing in you know good quality webcams their employees to be from home good quality microphones so they can run uh, these broadcasts and it's you know the, the conversation with customers are very varied you know they want it to be authentic they want people to understand that everyone's in it together for example then alongside that not just if we had the coronavirus we've also had some very politically charged times and 
Uh, we've been doing a huge number of CSR events where, again, leadership want to be seen to be leading on subjects, whether it be around racial diversity with the recent Black Lives Matter protests. Also, just come out of Pride Month where we've done the, we've done the most number of events for that that we've ever done as an organisation. So, again, even though the coronavirus and the situation has meant that businesses have had to rethink about what they're doing from a communications perspective, you know, these CSR events, particularly the investment in video, has continued because I think now more than ever, we're all looking to leaders for, you know, we're looking to leaders for leadership, and that's what uh, broadcasting really enables our customers to do. Um, for ourselves, we've really started to invest again in up in the number of people we can have in these virtual events, partner with companies we've never really partnered with before to deliver that, uh, whether that be an increase in delivery of what you would call a virtual event, so really replacing that physical on, on-site conference to something you can do online and um and then also work with what we would call product, a virtual green room type event where maybe you'd be bringing in people across different locations to really provide that sort of like eurovision or um children need type style event so a lot more focus on what you can do from a production perspective whereas previously you know just doing video was good enough i think actually as we come out with this we'll probably see that what videos become the norm and it's now going to be how can we push the subject with video and do more with video so in terms of stages, uh, I know, you know, when you watch the news, uh, people kind of say, you know, stage one, stage two. Uh, let's talk about the enterprises and, and, you know, what they've been going through recently, Terry. I mean, from your perspective, what, you know, what are enterprises up against right now? Sure. Um, I mean, enterprises need their employees to connect with their colleagues and clients, and they want them to do it in a secure manner so that they can you know, be productive, move work forward. And I think over the last five months, a lot of the decisions around what products to use were not really been driven by IT. It was whatever I can get my hands in to collaborate or communicate with my colleagues and clients. Um, and you know, nowadays, though, IT departments are trying to rein that in a little bit and make sure that they can continue to support the employees as they start coming back to work or not. Um, so, you know, we're, we're unsure exactly how this is all going to pan out. Um, some people are going to go back to the office and we see many, many companies that are just going to allow people to work from home permanently. But privacy and security are, are, are certainly still key there for the, the IT buyer. And if we look back four or five months ago, the enterprises were supporting an office-based worker. And in that office, you had the technology to support that, whether it was HUD rooms or video endpoints, you had a fast internet connection, but now you're at home and you've got a laptop and a mobile phone and maybe some consumer technology. And Stefan mentioned people are looking to you know, add some additional technology to support themselves at home. So being able to integrate with things like an Amazon Echo or an Apple TV or Chromecast will be really important to support those at-home workers so they can work at home or in the office. From your perspective, Stefan, what kinds of challenges uh, are you experiencing? Well, I mean, I think it's very interesting because I think I've been saying this a lot with my customers right now. It kind of feels like we're treading on sand a little bit because, yeah, we're probably moving out of the first phase and it feels like we're going back to what we call the new normal. But a lot of conversations around second spikes globally and seeing where places have opened up, maybe a little bit more caution taking place, it kind of feels like we're still very much in that phase back at the beginning of when this started, where we're sort of readjusting and reworking our plan. So particularly in the enterprise space from a broadcasting perspective, you know, I look at my customers, many of my customers, they're maybe 
at the point now where they've got 10 or 15% of their staff now going back into the office, but they've still got the vast majority of them working from home. But that presents different challenges from a broadcasting perspective, because obviously when you run a broadcast through video, um, there's bandwidth challenges for your end viewer. But if everyone's coming to their own personal network, actually to watch a broadcast, it's not a problem. We're all very used to watching Netflix and those types of services at home. But within the office, if you start getting too many users start spiking off of that, then you do start to see these increasing challenges. So a lot of the conversations we're having with customers right now is actually making sure this new video environment that our organizations are in, that they're actually set up to now replicate that as they move back to offices. And also with the analytics we can do in some of these spaces, actually help them make strategic decisions around what they should be doing from an infrastructure point of view to support video uh, on site and also remotely, because it's, it becomes much more of a, as Terry says at the beginning, you know, people were, the conversations were being led by different departments, not IT. Um, but for broadcasting, you know, the people that really are affected by the senior networks teams, and they've not really been part of the conversation. So as we go back to people moving the office, we're certainly seeing the types of conversations we have with customers changing in that, in that aspect. Um, but also it, it creates a lot more excitement opportunities because you can do more video as soon as you get back into these uh, spaces. You can get back to utilizing your studio spaces at work and such. So it's um, about how we can bring those two worlds together to provide the best of both worlds, whilst we'll work out what the new normal is going to be. There's certainly some really good points well made there from both of you. It is a new world of video, isn't it? And it does feel like a lot of organizations are just still trying to work it all out. So let's talk about how we go forward. I mean, you know, Terry, from your perspective on collaboration, you know, how are you addressing today's need, today's demand for, uh, for these two kinds of tools? Sure, yeah, at, at PGI, our, our mantra is to help people connect. And, you know, we will continue to do that, particularly for the business user. We've seen a lot of collaboration solutions right now being embraced by consumers, and that's brought its own challenges. Um, but, you know, Globe Meets firmly focused on supporting that business worker, whether they're in the office or at home. Um, everything is built on our audio. That's our legacy. We've got, um, you know, continue to have crystal clear audio there and we enhance that. We've put in Dolby media servers to give people, you know, that cinema type experience so you can take away the noise from at home, kids running around or dogs barking. Um, and we think it's really important to integrate into existing workflows, whether that's Outlook or G Suite, Slack or Teams, being able to integrate to that and enhance that even more by automating some common tasks uh, with something that we're terming smart collaboration will be, will be key. And a lot of our roadmap is, is focusing on that area. Great. Uh, Stefan, from your perspective, um, again, what, uh, what are you doing to address these new needs uh, of today? I mean, it's, it's quite similar to, again, what Terry said. I mean, the big thing we're trying to make sure is that we're actually work, we're, we're adjusting ourselves to working in the customer workflow. Um, we've been for a lot of our customers have been through a big period of change, taking on broad, some of them are just taking on broadcast technology for the first time, and some are actually transitioning broadcasting technology to video. Um, and a lot of these, a lot of the users themselves may be people that have only ever done physical events. Now they're transitioning to doing online events. So we're actually finding ways and new APIs integrations we can do, whether it be into a tool like Steven, or whether it be into different optimizations of actually building event processes, work with different teams, connecting people. So it, it, it may not necessarily be a wide change within our own platform. It could be an independent change of how we work with individual businesses to actually work towards their workflow. 
It's really been about saving our customers time, ensuring that they can get the most out of the technology. And then from a video perspective, really just working, aggressively working to upscale what was our roadmap already, plugging in all additional things like AI transcription, AI closed captioning to increase accessibility of video, because that's another big part we see, obviously, accessibility for everyone working home with different challenges, whereas they might have particular setup at work, they can't necessarily bring that back home easily to set up. Um, so bringing that experience together, and then also up in the quality as we look to move towards more of a 1080p experience with that broadcast. Um, and then again, uh, I think the key thing is we're launching uh, with some of our partners a brand new uh, analytics tool, which is really going to provide that analysis to let you know where you sit from a network perspective to how are you set up to deliver video to both an in-office audience and an at-home audience. Because as I said, you know, we keep on saying we don't know what that is going to look like in the future. So network teams, uh, communications teams need to be armed with that information to make the right decisions for their business. because types of broadcast that these organizations are doing right now would be a town hall presentation. They're so hyper-focused because there's a lot of uncertainty out there within what's going to go on with any individual company that the requirement for these events to go absolutely flawlessly is even higher than it's ever been. Well, I appreciate it, PGI. You've got a fully comprehensive portfolio of video collaboration and webcasting tools. So, uh, Terry, what's the best way to find out more if, uh, customers out there or viewers are, are looking at these uh, solutions right now? Very simply, it's pgi.com and you'll find lots of content, white papers and information on all the, the solutions we talked about today and more. Great stuff. Well, it's been great. You know, good to see you both. Uh, it's, you know, thank you for, uh, for joining me. And you know, that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, you know, please do give us a quick like or a share on social media. But for now, thanks for watching.